It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping over to moving and shocking. Welcome, fellow Uplanders, to another exciting episode of the Upix Podcast. I am your host, Too Stupid to Win, and as always, I'm joined by Thank Me Later. How are we doing this evening, Thank Me Later? Trying to stay warm. Nice cold night in Texas. That Ohio freeze is uh, coming down to get you. Yes, sir, it is. I just- Run halfway across the country to get away from it, but it still finds me. I mean, kind of like an X. What does it do? Freeze once or twice a year down there for you? Yeah, no, it's not. But although I'm mad because it was like 70, 80 degrees last week, and I was like, "Oh, can I open up the pool now?" Like, is it, it's almost time, and then it gets to zero, and I'm like, "Ugh, nonsense." You'll survive. You're working from home, so you can just stay locked in and Uber Eats or DoorDash, and you'll be okay. <laughs> All day. Got that on the priority, that Uber Eats priority. Yeah, I want to pay a dollar fifty to get it three minutes earlier, of course. <laughs> so we do have an exciting show for everyone today, and this is being recorded on February eleventh, twenty twenty one. This is episode forty two, and uh Mars Utah is the artist that does our intro theme song, and he is the featured artist, uh in upland this uh this week so definitely check that out uh we do not have the weekly numbers uh dailyuplander.com they had some personal real life issues so they were unable to provide the numbers for us um i guess it's not so daily anymore eh? Oop, hold on what hold on what oh how are we on time oh, he might have it he might pull through oh dang well, it's because uh, for those who aren't live, you wouldn't know that we actually did this whole opening and half of the interview uh, without being recorded because somebody didn't hit the big blinking button that says record. So we're actually about uh, 30 minutes into this podcast and you don't know that. <laughs> and even if you were watching live, sometimes they just don't pay attention because you had people say, what just happened there? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, yeah, that did happen. We do have uh, X1, the Gamer on. We'll get, jump into that interview really shortly. Looks like we are going to uh, get the numbers here. Um, so, hey. So, you just wanted to, to bash Mix for no reason at all. No. I never bash Mix. He's so reliable and such a such a big fan and advocate for the show. And, and here you are trying to smear his good name. Unbelievable. Ah, that's a nice little spin there. I like that. <laughs> Absolutely fake news. Uh, once again, that's more fake news brought to you by TML. Um, dude, Mixflix, my boy, he messages <laughs> me after every time I listen to the podcast, like, dude, really? Like, <laughs> <laughs> if TML is making fun of you, that means he likes you, okay? That's true. I'm literally like a fifth grader pulling a girl's hair on the playground. Like, uh, that's me teasing you because I like you. Yeah. So... We will talk about, uh, we have the interview with X1 Gamer. We'll get into our numbers. We have the FSA sandbox going on uh, right now as we're recording. We have the Upland Nights uh, tour going on in San Francisco where you can get entered to win more sparks. We'll definitely jump into 
the spark and the excitement around that. You excited for Spark? Oh, man. It's literally the thing I'm the most excited about. I'm just so curious to see what the numbers – like, and, and, I mean, I guess we'll probably talk about it more, but, like, 100% it's going to be full-on riots. Like, there's 0% chance that everyone just looks at their Spark and looks at everyone else's Spark and goes, yeah, that's a fair and equal distribution. I feel very good with the amount of Spark that I got. 100%. There's going to be riots. I'm going to do my best to not be one of those like riot people, but that's only assuming that I get uh, a lot of spark. Because <laughs> if I get a, if I get uh, not as much spark as I feel like I should, uh, comparatively uh, to my peers, then that could be an issue, and that that's just going to happen because. You know, they haven't released the algorithm, but it's going to be based on multiple criteria. Some people are going to have probably better um, metrics on those criteria than others for multiple reasons. And it's definitely going to be it's going to be the biggest debate for for a while, I reckon, once that comes out. Better hurry up and uh, start your complaining because you're just never going to be happy unless you're number one. Yeah. Yeah, and and the thing is, I really hope that they don't go back and change it. Like, I might, I might regret saying that if I don't get what I want. But like, I really hope that they that they just go, yep, this is what it is, and it's not some long drawn out thing where like you can petition to get more spark. Like, no, I, I really hope it's not that. But I guess we'll see. Maybe maybe X one the gamer can give us more insight on that. We'll, we'll, we'll twist his arm on that. And uh, our intros were complained about that it was pretty stale and pretty repetitive. So if you want to know what Upland is, um, go check out one of our previous episodes. We've got plenty of people telling you what that is. And uh, I'll do the disclaimer at the end. So we still stay legal and not get in trouble. And with that, uh, let's welcome on X1 the Gamer. Uh, you've seen him around on Discord. He joined the Upland team late last year. Uh, welcome to the podcast. We're really excited to have you on. Hey, thank you very much. I'm, uh, I'm really excited to be here. It's been fun uh, listening to you guys, and it's funner now to meet you guys. So it's good to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and uh, it was kind of a challenge. We wanted to get you on right away, but uh, schedules just didn't align. So glad we could make this happen. Yeah, absolutely. When I first came on to Upland, there was a lot of com- uh, collection announcements, and that was trial by fire. I was just thrown right in, right into the middle of it. So uh, it's glad, glad we could finally make this happen. Yeah, yeah. Now, before you joined the Upland team, what were you doing? What, what's your background there? Sure. So I was doing a lot of contract and consulting work with different video game apps, um, and uh, for. Gosh, for about the last six months to a year. And then before that, I was with an app called Clutch. Uh, That's where I got my first community management start. Uh, Clutch is a gaming app. Uh, It's social media for gamers. Think of like Instagram, where you can upload your video game clips and send them off to your friends and check them out. Uh, And so that's that's been my journey. And now I'm here here at Upland. Nice. Now... Since you're coming from a gaming background, that's always one of the hot topics here, gaming, crypto, indifferent people. Now, you're coming from a gaming background, so what drew you to Upland? Yeah, I think ultimately it's the merging of blockchain, cryptocurrency, and gaming that is the most the most appealing. The fact that, well, I'll, I'll give you a prime example, NFTs. NFTs in video games... Um, 
make me very excited for the future of gaming. And if Upland can help to drive that and make that the norm, I think that's super huge. Picture a world where, uh, you know, in World of Warcraft, you earn you earn a sword. You you know you grind two hundred hours to get that sword, and it's a one of a kind sword, or it's one of you know five hundred swords, and it's verifiable. You can transfer that. You can take that into other games. I think I think it really. This is the future of gaming, and um, I think Upland is is really at the 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 tip of the spear here with it. Man, you're getting a uh, thank me later. So excited, he's licking his lips over there. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. Yeah, you know, I I don't know why, but I, I never really thought it, I, the verification part was huge. But now that I've been in it for a while, oh my god, mint one! Like I used to be, you, you know, one of the you know progressive raiding guilds in World of Warcraft, and you get the sword, and it's it's a, an accomplishment, and you know, so I had I had several server first achievements, things like that. But like the idea that that particular item like you would have mint one of that item. And in fact, you could do that for every item. So there's actually a, a game Vanguard saga of heroes. Um, that was phenomenal MMO, but it had a very similar thing. Like every single thing, the first person who discovered it, it was kind of unique to them. So like, that's a crazy idea. Like, Hey, you're the first person to ever get this rare sword and it's mint one of, of un, undetermined, but like that, that would add a lot of value and interest to pretty much any MMO um, to be able to track it at that level. Yeah, and really, and really any game. I mean, think about right now. There's a lot of games that publish, and you can get the exclusive collector's edition, and you get this cool digital jacket that nobody else gets. And right now, it's like, well, I don't think I want to pay the extra ninety dollars for that. I'm just going to get the base price. What do you do? But if you actually owned it, then it's game over. I mean, that would be it would be just so cool. Those collection, those in-game collections would actually matter. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I definitely like that, that idea. Now with that gaming background, it, it seems like you're going to help the team develop how to capture the daily average gamer, the mobile gamer. Cause that, that's one of the things TML and I always discuss is, to be a successful blockchain game, you have to be mobile. You have to be on the phone, and it has to be easy. Your wallets have to be easy. What? So what are you hoping to bring from the gaming world to help the Upland team? Um, that, That's a really good question. I, I think just that. I think an enthusiasm for gaming and gamification um, on, on top of, I think, in gaming. Gaming is at the spear point for a lot of things in multimedia as well, uh, such as streaming, YouTube videos. Um, as, uh, streaming is probably at the top of everyone's mind because it's the newest and it's the most, you know, the sexiest, the most popular, so to speak. Uh, and so I hope to bring some of those skills as well, where uh, Upland as a community to reach out to those people, we have to be where those people are. Um, and, and hopefully we can start communicating with people uh, on, on those different platforms um, and, and bringing those those types of gamers in into upland and now are do you have a favorite gaming console are you an xbox guy or a playstation guy or are you just a pc guy yeah i am all of the above i actually own all th- all three uh i don't own a ps5 i own a ps4 so but i do own an xbox series x which is the new the new one um and then i have a pc as well i primarily play on the xbox though that's I'm I'm really big in the Xbox uh, ecosystem and the Xbox community, so I, I'm partial to the Xbox. 
And what's your go-to games on the Xbox? Right now, it is a game called Vigor. Um, if you've ever heard of Escape from Tarkov, it's, it's it's this new. It's not really a new genre, but it's this new style of game where if I if I drop in with this crazy gun and this bulletproof vest and this this super hard to get ammo and I die, I lose it all. If I extract with whatever I've taken, I get to keep that that I can then take into the next round. So it's this high risk, high reward uh, style of game, and and it's on console and it's called Vigor, and that's that's my go to game right now. <laughs> nice. Have you uh, got into that at all? Thank me later. No, uh, I I don't have as much time to do console gaming as I would like to. So um, I've watched some streams of it. it seems super cool. And I'm more of a standard MMO. I like to grind for my stuff and keep it that gambling loss. Like there's some fun to that, but uh, if I'm going to play roguelike, it's going to be like on a card based game or something that's not as intense. Plus I'm not an FPS person. I, I believe that's a uh, first person shooter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. third, well, I mean, vigor is third person, but or yeah. third, right. a shooter. I'm it's more, shooter. <laughs> yeah, I'm more RPG style. Yeah, and it's not it's not a game you relax to. It is butt clenching. I'm losing months <laughs> off my life in this situation kind of game. So, yeah, same reason I stopped playing Diablo Hardcore. So, <laughs> yeah. Did you uh, TMI? You stopped playing that dice game. Um, the, both the dice games are on hold. I just picked up this like dragon killing mini world game that I'm currently addicted to. Um. And what else? Uh, Dragon Quest uh, just came out with a, a new mobile game that I'm also playing um, that is pretty addicting. That I uh, Dragon Quest Tact, um, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's a couple new mini games, and then you know the standard Battle Bouncers. I'm addicted to the stupid Battle Bouncer game. Um, so I don't know, man. It's just a bunch of garbage games. I tried to do Eve Echoes. Um, there's a couple of people that play Eve Echoes. I can't get into it. It's too complicated. Gotcha. Now, X1, what are you looking forward to over the next couple of months to see unfold in the Upland world that you're, of course, allowed to tell us? Sure. Um, I mean, I, I think the idea of property development is, is the next um, exciting thing to happen in Upland. Uh, and I'm really excited to see how that, how that plays out. Uh, there's not really a whole lot that I could tell you that I, I, that I don't know. I, I have plausible deniability, so I'm not told a lot. So then I don't accidentally slip up and say something, uh, no. And, but yeah, I, I think property development and seeing where that goes, I really like the business beta. Uh, I'm curious to see how that develops as well. Um, and once, once you release something to the public, seeing what they do with it and take it and run. And, and that presents new challenges that come up, new issues that come up, but um, also things, you know, new creative things that we didn't even think of that players will start doing. So um, those, those two things in particular. Have you ever worked for a company that this seems to be a very flexible design team that can shift gears really quick and start implementing feedback really quick. Have you been involved with a company that, listens to its users base and watches what is uh, watch what they do and then make the changes that quickly in the process of game development. Yeah, no, that's a great, that's a great uh, question in, you know, I've, my experience is primarily with gaming companies and with gaming companies, there's a, there's a little bit of like, what is the community saying? Okay. 
we'll implement that, but they're wrong. <laughs> so we'll, we'll change it this way. But uh, here at Upland, I mean, user feedback is huge. Um, and it's this, it's this whole other dynamic um, where you have, I mean, in, in typical gaming genres, let's take a game like a Destiny. You'll have older people, you'll have younger people, you'll have kids, moms, dads, you'll have the whole gamut. Uh, here in Upland, I think it tends to be very intelligent people. Um, there's a, definitely a crypto crowd, which is very technical, uh, and a blockchain crowd that is very technical. And so it presents this unique opportunity to really grow with the community, but through their feedback uh, and their suggestions and experience. Yeah, and it's that's always the the fun discussion. And now, before you came to work to Upland, did you know anything about crypto or blockchain or or wallets or personal keys? Sure. Uh, I mean, I knew it. I knew it vaguely, but definitely the last couple months has been a you know drinking from a fire hose of information, uh, trying to get caught up as as quickly as I could on on what all the different concepts are and and, and stuff like that. Uh, so not really you know, in in a vague sense. I knew about it. I knew vaguely what it was, but I didn't know it in practice. Yeah, and that that's the big thing for mass adaption is to have the all that stuff that is a little more complex happen in the background. So it's it's great that they brought you on board with the gaming background to help the gamification of it. I know that makes uh, a lot of our players happy, and it will also create the attraction for more players to come to the game and keep checking back into the game because it it takes a special person you know in the last year of just floating around picking up properties some people have addictions to picking up properties and uh and then just making collections and then then it's like now what so was introduced to upland the appeal Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Just the the appeal uh, saying that was this like strategy, not I don't want to say monopoly strategy, just this strategy of, okay, where where's the best place to buy? What should I buy? Can I flip this? What is the long term value of this? So there definitely is like inherent gamification in that. um, But it is going to be exciting to see, you know, the different types of games and gamification that is added to Upland as as it goes forward. And then the community is always coming up with something creative and clever and uh, throwing you guys for a loop. So that's always fun in itself. Um, Let's see here. If you were in charge of Upland, what would you do? (laughs) That's a dangerous question. Uh, I'm not that smart, so I would probably run it into the ground. But if, uh, if I was totally in charge... I do, I I don't know. I that's 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 a really that's a really hard question. I would add hey, here we go. This is kind of a cop out answer, but it's it's what I'm really into. I would add some sort of vigor type of game in Upland where you drop into a match, you you can bring in Upix, maybe you bet on yourself. You say, "Hey, I'm going to win this and I'm betting 100 Upix, 100,000 Upix on myself." People can match you, people can bet on you, and if you win, you you get out with it all. If you lose, you lose it all. I like that, and I like 
that would be fun having a game arena where you can bet your up x in oh, i like it it's like casino and it's it's who's better at it i, I love that whole idea there yeah, that'd be fun. I don't think that's very realistic, <laughs> but, <laughs> but hey, it wasn't a realistic question. I'm in charge. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, given the regulations and things like gambling and like that, although like I, I think it is different. I'd be curious, like especially like car racing and stuff. I mean, it would be cool to be able to place bets on you know different events and things like that. Um, yeah. That would be super cool. And you can't like, change your OPEX for cash, so it's not really... I think you're okay. It's it's a gray area for sure. We'll let, uh, we'll let people with big brains and lawyers figure that out, but that would be super fun. Like I said, if I was in charge, I'd probably do something that would get us shut down, so... <laughs> I like it. Ball of fiery glory. <laughs> Sorry, I had the mute button on, coughing up a long. And then I'm messaging for our numbers. Um, So let's, man, I'm horrible tonight. My wife moves stuff around and it's throwing everything Somebody puts off. one book on your chair. You know what? You, I realized I'm going to call you princess in the podcast. Because somebody put a book on your chair, and now no. you're all flustered. No, no, no. You're the princess in the podcast. You, you always keep trying. I think you secretly, when you're not on the podcast, that you do dress up in princess gear and dance around in a tutu. I'm a princess. I'm a princess. Because you always and? try to project this onto me. You try to project this persona <laughs> onto me. So I kind of think these are either things that you do or things you wish you would do. Hey, if I tuck it back on the weekends, that's my business. <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah i didn't see that one coming did you and that is definitely my fault for uh <laughs> taking the bait on that <laughs> and i don't think x1 never thought he'd hear anything like that coming on uh, he's been in the gaming community he's heard way worse that is true um you have any questions for us? We always like to flip it back on our guests whoa, to see. Whoa, whoa. Do I, I don't oh. ask many freaking questions. Sure, go for it. Uh, if you could design a custom block explorer, what would what would your custom block explorer be? Oh, dude, John Marston, Red Dead Redemption, maybe with like an explosion behind him or something. No, no, quite. See, I didn't even have to think about that. Automatic, dude. John, <laughs> John Marston. Damn. All right. Cool. Nice. That was it. That's all I got. That's what we need is uh, animated block explorers. Oof, oof. I think if you have at least uh, 40 million UPEX in net value, you should get an animated uh, block explorer. I better keep selling these Top Shock moments then. <laughs> oh boy, don't even get me started on freaking Top Shot. From, from, one, from one to the other, just transfer, transfer. I did get withdrawal approval. Yeah, so did I. I did, dude, 3000 a, a, a transfer, though, and, and it's like 3000 a day, but it, like, takes a week. Like, I can't imagine you selling, like, you know, 100000 It would take you forever to get your money out. They'll have to up that soon. I, I think they're still in their beta out. Yeah, I think that they did some sketchy shit with that uh, to get that $2.3 in for those uh, 
those thousand dollar packs i think that they saw a bunch of money about to leave their ecosystem and they're like oh hey give us uh, this 2.3 million just so we can have some extra money here yeah and that was insane they made 2.3 million dollars in like 15 minutes it was well it was even quicker than that because i mean we i mean i i clicked refresh and hit it so i mean it it sold out instantly like it was an insta sellout it took some time to go through the processing but i mean i was 20,000th in line 15 seconds after it was launched like it was insane yeah they give you a random yeah so oh, they they, that's right. it was they had a glitch so some of the first people in were able to buy the buy the packs right away without get getting put into the queue for the random number and then they just assigned random numbers because i know some people's households uh the the both of them were lucky enough to get a pack and uh the same household that keeps getting lucky well, that one guy got 80 packs, it, so, yeah. It, oh, no, I thought you were talking about T. Davis. Yeah, he, him and Chica got a... Fuck it. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, just bleep that one. It's just bleep that. I don't have time to edit because our... Well, our, then put a sticker on it, and we're going extreme. <laughs> our, our listeners, if if I really had the time, I would record the podcast and i go through and I'd edit it and make everybody sound great and get all the dead space out of it. But our listeners expect to hear us on the drive to work Friday morning, so they get what we get. Yeah, plus if you cut all your awkward dead air, the, the episodes would only be like 15 minutes long, so. Well, I give you opportunities to talk. That's why there's <laughs> awkward dead air sometimes because you're playing one of your games on the phone. You're like, Whatever. oh, you're you like, don't know oh, yeah. me. You don't know what I'm doing. Oh, oh yeah, I'm on a podcast. I got to get, get these blocks, man. I'm almost at the next level. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, man, I need a tap game. I need something. I need some something to drive my action to, to Upland. But if not, I'll just keep giving my money to these random dragons. Yeah. We do appreciate your time tonight, uh, X1. Uh, you, do you have any questions for us? Oh, yeah, just uh, just one. Uh, what are you guys most looking forward to in Upland this, this next year? You want to go first, TML? Um, I mean, I would say businesses cause that's the most current pressing thing, but on, honestly, like if you get cars up and running, like that sounds insane. Lots of uh, crazy opportunity for gamification and, and cool stuff there. So I think, uh, my, my stretch goal is really cool stuff with cars. My realistic like thing I'm excited about is uh, spark and, uh, businesses. Very cool. So, so that just made me think of something. So we get cars implemented. So can I run a cargo airline so you can fly your car from San Francisco to New York? I don't know, but that would be cool. Yeah. But yeah, right around there is watching. I, I mean, if you were around last year and just watched how last year developed and just everything moving forward, we're expanding into more areas this year. Um, there's going to be the NFT gateways going on the blockchain hero partnerships coming out with upland, see which cart, which, uh, block explorers made that cut. Um, you got the property development, the business beta is rolling out. Um, it sounds like everybody will be able to fee it out this year. So there's just, 
it's just watching this game develop. That's the more exciting part is the property development, seeing the landmarks go up. And uh, watching the landmarks go up in San Francisco will be pretty cool, too. So there, there's a lot of yeah. stuff. It's just not like one thing that grabs you that, like, this is it. it. It's just a lot of little things building into the big thing of the metaverse of Upland. Yeah, no, it's definitely an exciting an exciting time to be in Upland for sure. And uh, thank you so much for coming on, and uh, we'll get you on later this year if you're willing. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Hey, thank you very much. I, I appreciate it. Uh, thank you guys uh, for all you do for the community and, and for having this amazing podcast. Uh, and keep keep on keeping on. Thanks, and uh, we'll definitely talk to you soon. And everybody can chat with X1 and Discord. He's always very helpful there. And, yeah, hit uh, me up on, on Discord anytime. And we look for the more gamification that he'll continue to help the team develop. So, Thank you very much, guys. Yeah. Yep, cheers. And it's that favorite time now. We have the numbers. We got the numbers? We got the numbers. Um, you made Mixplick leave church service to get you numbers. You're going to hell for that one. Uh, I did not. He told me earlier in the day it was a busy day. They had a memorial mass going on, and I hope he's not mad that I'm throwing his business out there. So, um, Wow. Now you're airing his laundry too. <laughs> Dirty laundry, but I mean the guy's in a tough spot. So, but and he still came through. He had a memorial mass, a crazy day going on, and he still got us our numbers today. That's dedication right you there. Were gonna guilt him into it. My gosh, did not guilt I'm him sorry, into it. Mick, fake news. Once again, fake you news. Deserve so much better than that. Mick. Once I'm again, sorry. once again, fake news. <laughs> fake news from TML. <laughs> um, if if you're looking at DAP radar. No one looks at DAP radar. I do every week, and we talk about it. Uh, oh, okay. The big well, thing is the thirty day. Um, all right. Twenty six point two. Oh, hey, Nishirin. I'm at. Fantastic. <laughs> Hello, Upix Podcast. Thanks for crashing the party. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got more coming. We're, we're bringing more. We got the troops coming. Outstanding. Got the troops coming. It, that's a pretty awesome tour you guys got going on there with Upland Knights. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. The uh, has the best fucking property out there. Wow, it's for sale. You want to buy it? Yeah, I got five upics on my, my belt right here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, and I got nothing. Right. And move, right, move, move on. I'll, I'll, I'll be quiet. <laughs> yes. Um. So we're I can't at believe you didn't set it to default mute people. How you let people come in all renegade ass style? Kind of. I date his sister. I have leverage. Oh boy. <laughs> well, you, you know, and then when Dizzy drinks, that's that's always fun. That's true. That is true. Man, where is Dizzy when you need him? At? I don't know. But uh, thirty days, we're at twenty six point two four k users. So we're gonna. I believe we'll crack 30,000 users at the end of the month. Oh, yeah. Especially if we get Spark and property development going, we'll, we'll break 30 by the end of the month. Yeah. So that that will be the... F- Spark's really... The property development's really going to drive things, I believe, and uh, make it more attractive for more users. And we'll see where that goes. And then... uh 
overall for our net worth, nothing's really changed in the top 10. We have five new executives this week. Five new executives. Uh, oh, hey, look at that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's a, that's a big number. Oh, oh, were those the, the 79 Remit and Hurricane? Uh, those were the latest in the Skyline, the New York Skyline purchases, eh? Yes. Loyal Doyle uh, jumped up to an executive last week. Loyal Doyle became a director. Uh, N36C. Jumped up a nice little jump from uh, 1 million UPEX to 10 million UPEX. And Kepler made a huge jump themselves, too. Um, or not that much of it. Oh, I'm sorry. N36C yeah, only gained 1,000. So, I mean, a million UPEX. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I read that backwards. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. That's probably, he's got he's got a spot on the tour. So he's, he's probably going to jump again with all those sweet visits from the uh, Upland Nights tour. Yeah. And there were 21 new directors, so that gives us 60 executives and 410 directors in Upland. And uh, you want to go at your name butchering expertise? Oh, my gosh. We're going to go through these directors? You always do. We had 20 last week. Remit, Hurricane, BTC, Bird Bones, Crispy 12. Oh, Crispy 12. Ah, that's funny. It's like Chris and then the word P, like PP, but then it's like Crispy. <laughs> uh, JC, man, these names with the good like alliteration, but that's spelled all stupid. JC133, Primal Haze. I like the sound of that. Uh, Jaconda Wanda. I don't know. I got nothing on that one. What the hell is that? Is not yeah. Jaconda Wanda. Jaconda Wanda. <laughs> Methodist man. Oh, that I was actually trying to mispronounce that. His name is Methodist man. What what's Jaconda Wanda's name? You pronounce that name then. Jatok Weldon. Yeah, you're Jaconda Wanda. Moving. <laughs> uh, where's Landon? Mac- so is the kid missing? Mac- is Landon missing? Do we have to go find Landon? Oh my gosh, no. McCook. Utah 3002. What's with all these Utah people? I don't know. And numbers. Well, they, you know, they live in these polygamous, you know, little groups. And so it's, it's like the easiest referral ever. Great you stereotyping. Sister wives. Where we go? Das Mustang. Stupid. BJ Bias. I got some biases on BJ's. Uh, Alex Kavan, Rejinx, Winston, eighty-four, Dingus. I like that. That's just straight. Dingus just, is great. Just straight up Dingus. Love it. Uh, Sorora Hillbilly, A B C D E Z. I like that. K F Pack, Klutzo, ninety-one, Ray the Wrench, M B seven seven seven, and Shadow Chaser. So you made some fans of the podcast there, and then some other people hate us for the way that you butchered their name. But uh, congratulations. You know what? If if I butchered your name, feel free to message Too Stupid to Win, because I'm not going to listen to you. Do not message me if TML mispronounced your name. You can take that out. He'll he'll buy a property for you for 15% over market. If we mispronounce your name, I say we give them a chance to come onto the show and pronounce their name for the world they can do that and tml will also buy a property off of you for 15 percent over market for mispronouncing your name i don't know about that (laughs) i mean if it's one of these you know fresno burners maybe 
Eh, Fresno burners. Uh, Boot Jess is uh, new to the list at 81 with 7.5 million UPEX. And to crack the top 100, you need 6 million UPEX. That's a that's a hefty jump from last week. You know, about uh, almost yeah. a 10% jump. Uh, the week before, there wasn't much. Yeah, I like that. 6 million. Better start stacking that UPEX. Yeah. And overall, properties, we had 11 new people with 100-plus properties. Nothing changed in the top 10. Um, yeah, well, it's funny. I got called out because I had sold maybe uh, like 100-something properties. And uh, somebody sent me a picture from UpX World of my charts where my number of properties was plummeting. So I, I have a another, question for you guys. another 200. <laughs> what? Who the hell let him be off of mute? Me. I, I, I did. <laughs> it's my podcast. I, I love I, Nusher. I, I, and have, I have a question. I think you guys explained this before. So um, when you have your net worth, which you, you could, like, let's say I, I land in ninth in net worth. But the number of properties are super low where I, I'm not even in top 30 or 40. What does that say about the data? What does that mean? Does it mean I, I have like larger properties or? Yeah. You have yeah, higher yeah, value properties. Oh, yeah. That means you, you probably did the smart thing and bought a um, small amount of high valuable properties. That's the most likely. Um, okay. Thing. Yeah. Whereas if you're low on the, the net worth list, but you're high on the property number list, you're a slumlord. You're a Fresno burner, baby. <laughs> That's how. Well, yeah. Yeah. Or like Brooklyn Bridge. Oh, yeah, Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah, I think I like it better than the top hat you had before. Yeah, this is my this is my day to day hat, and it goes. It's easier to put my headphones on with yeah. it. So you're not Irish. I mean, you don't know that. Uh, you tell me. Irish? <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't think so. All right. I'm just I'm generic white. <laughs> generic. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, you're from Alabama then. Wow. I didn't say I was inbred. That's West Virginia. <laughs> all right. Sorry to interrupt. Keep going there. Too stupid. Jeez. Uh, uh, new to the list is Boot Jess, number 95 with 247 properties. And 1337 is new at number 97 with 245. To crack the top 100 for total properties, you need 239 properties. Um, up squared. Nothing really changed. T six hundred's new to the list, coming in at uh, number thirteen with one hundred and eighteen thousand four hundred and twelve up squares. Nice. You still hold? Oh, good. I'm back over a hundred thousand up squared in San Fran. Yeah, you you made that correction there, so Ugh, good for you. Me, it was making me sad. Okay, sunset or something. There's a lot of people. Oh. Here, I'll go back. Yeah, you, you don't realize there's some there's some sleepers that, that have some big holdings. Yeah, I'm, scroll, scroll down for a second. You got Sunstar looking at, uh, up to San Fran. Ah, oh, Sunstar. Okay. Team is up to Fresno. <laughs> I'm just sad he doesn't have a half a million up square in Fresno yet. Fucking slackers. There's Lou Z Heldago's there, right on. Alchemy, my man, Alchemy. Hangs me in the list. This is great shit right here. Jiggle player. That fucker wouldn't sell me anything during the war. <laughs> sorry about that. Can I say that here? Yeah, you no. can. TML no. already trashed the episode right, so, so, for sorry. explicit. 
<laughs> that, is a, that, that is a loyal player right there. Jiggle player. Trust me. Yeah. Good guy. I will tell you this, though. If you don't have properties in San Francisco and you're what I would call a, a premium player, director above, like you're, you're missing out. Like go buy yourself some properties because it's, it's insane. All my 5,000, all the properties that I bought for like one to 3,000 that I had marked up at 5,000 just because whatever, they're all sold. Like 150 of them sold. It's, it's the lowest markup. There's still plenty that are there for under 6,000. Go buy yourself some properties in San Francisco. You will appreciate it, especially with the upcoming property development. Just go pick yourself up some San Francisco properties. Doesn't even matter if they're in a collection or not. You'll be able to get to absolutely like the floor on it's going to be 10,000 before you know it. Like it's, it's going to be crazy. And, and that's, that's so wild as I've just never gone back to pull my 5,000, 5,500 up X and, uh, they're just selling three or four a day now, five or six. Yeah, no, I, I converted, I converted over a million up X from that. Um, from those sales into like 6,000 UPEX properties, my, my annual or my monthly dividends increased, my up squares increased, like literally just flipping those basic properties. So um, I, I think that there's going to be a, a very high premium on those once property development comes out. Yes. And, and speaking, I know usually uh, T Davis and B dad cover it, but there's only uh 6,500 unminted properties left that are unlocked in Fresno. Wait, say that again. There's Did only 6,500. Yes. Isn't that how many freaking TM and, uh, Martin P have together. Eric P Martin, Eric P Martin between the two of them. That's, that's as many properties as they got. Yeah, but there's only 6,500 left in Fresno. So Clovis and Brooklyn, here we come to get that clovis yeah that's that's crazy so one of the one of the other things going on is the upland nights uh tour going on the exciting thing about that is you complete the tour i first off it's a pretty cool tour they worked with the upland team and get that established and you're going to all these wonderful places where movies were shot in san francisco and you get the fun facts and the even more enticing aspect that made a lot of people jump on planes to come back from new york city people that have been in new york city for weeks flew all the way back to san francisco for this event because you get entered if you complete the tour to win spark and that's the interesting part you have one person that will win 0.5 spark and two people that will win 0.1 spark so that makes you really wonder how scarce spark's going to be is this like a well, ten- no, wait, wait. Spark, I thought, Spark is gold at this point. Oh, it's going to be mind. ridiculous. But I thought everybody got, anybody who participated also got 0. 0.01 Spark. Is that Did I read that correct? Yes, but you can jack that up if you uh, do well in, in, in it. Yes. Yeah, yeah 10% so. actually get 0.1. The rest get 0. 0.5. Yeah, so I mean, like, that's crazy. Like, I mean, that's the first, this is absolutely the first contest that you can win Spark. This is the first place that we've seen any sort of activity equating to guaranteed Spark amounts 
um, yeah, if you don't get in on it, like Spark is going to be something where every single event that has it, believe I'm going to be participating in, and everybody should. If there's a minimum participation level to get a guaranteed amount of Spark, you should be doing it. Like that should be your number one goal in Upland from here to the, for at least the short term is anything that any activity that drives you getting permanent spark increases, you should be doing. That is like, there's no amount of upex really to me that you could put on that um, because in the long term, that's just going to be absolutely ridiculously valuable. I totally agree. And the way they set up this last event was really targeting Uplanders as opposed to like you and I, mm-hmm. and they have the advantage if they can actually gather that spark and they can lease it out, make some upics off of it for sure. Oh yeah. The whole leasing of, of that is going to be insanely valuable. You can, I mean, that's your business, right? You, you get your spark, you build your little house and then you lease the, that out to greedy bastards like Nisha and me. Like we just buy that up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, mm, like it's a juicy Clovis on a Sunday morning. Nom, 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 <laughs> And your second chance to, uh, so if you did not register for the tour, you missed out there and, uh, sorry about that. Uh, I did fly back from New York myself just for that while I was like, Oh, got to get in and get this spark. Now you have the FSA sandbox party going on and they're going to have two events on Saturday and that's for uplanders and one of the lucky uplanders it's not the pros it's not the directors it's not the executives it's just uplanders um and you can win one of the fresno landmarks there's only three and it's going to be saint john's cathedral so you can flip that landmark for a lot you could get very rich if you wanted to sell that if you win that yeah i mean that's i would say that's a million dollar property like a million upex property I mean, I don't know what the dividends on it are because it's Fresno, so it's probably going to be very high. But Here's another example where uplanders are going to get the leverage here because I'd love to have the landmark in, in the cathedral, um, but I can't because where, where my status is. But um, Corden Sepris, uh, Benjamin Woods, Swiss Power, some of these other uplanders have contacted me. I'm trying to figure out how to uh, boost their property. But it's only four hours, and so the, the strategy there is a lot different than all the other events. And so I'm guessing they could probably build two apartments and maybe three uh, in, in a townhouse, and that's it. Four hours, boom, you're done. Now, is that with boosted? Because you got to figure the, the 50% speed boost as well. Right, so I'm sponsoring three Uplanders. And my guess is that they will do what I ask, which is to like uh, take their four of spud, uh, break it out, starting at two, uh, one point uh, one a piece, see if they can actually squeeze in at least three apartments because that's that's where the the points come in, and then um, the property that they have, um, actually I traded them property over at uh, Woodland Lakes because this is in Fresno, um, so they have the property now. They'll start building. Um, the property that gave them was spread out so they can do – so when I build a boost or a robot or whatever, it covers whatever they create. But it's really up to them. I mean, I can only create a, a robot or whatever booster there is available, but it's really up to them to figure out the strategy because I think, um, you know, my recommendation is if you can get three apartments, do that. 
and let, let me boost it, that gets you at like 72 points or something like that. Um, but yeah, if, if it'll do it, who knows? I mean, sometimes I wonder if they understand what to, what to do, honestly. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. And then here's the other thing for all the other players, because every player who completes a structure that's actively gives a bonus to another player, player, property you'll receive an entry for a spark drawing so once again somebody else will win 0.5 spark and two winners will receive 0.1 spark so that's a lot of spark given away without somebody i actually can enter a yeah yeah oh yes so so you got to build stuff that boosts somebody else's property so you can get uh entered into the drawing to get you some spark I mean, I think it's a single entry. I have to yeah, go back and look. You just I need one. A single entry. So, is, is if you have one property that boosts other people's, then you then you get entered. So it's not like how many you boost. But I'd be surprised if there isn't some very crafty people. Now it's interesting because the executives only get one point five spud, or like anybody who's not uplander gets one point five spud. Uplanders get four. So things like. Um, you know, the high level players all building apartments and then trading to lower level players is not going to be as effective given the, the limited spud amounts. But I mean, I could see a band of uplanders getting together uh, to kind of like pool their efforts to win, to guarantee that uh, landmark or try to guarantee that landmark. And then, uh, you know, split and, and say, hey, we're going to sell this for a million upex and then we'll split it between the four of us. Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. If I was an uplander, that's what I'd be trying to do. And it says spark bonuses are the last opportunities to increase your share in the drop. So stay tuned for more opportunities to earn and win sparks. So this isn't the only thing, and the tour is not the only thing. So we're going to be able to be eligible to win more spark, which is exciting. Yeah, and I think it sets a good, it sets an, an opportunity now for contest moving forward. Because again, this is just spark for the initial drop. But that also hints that future events will um, have opportunities to increase your spark amount, which again is going to be an interesting balance because spark inflation is uh, you know just as big as uh, upex inflation at that point. Absolutely, and we do have some late breaking numbers that are coming in. Um, Fresh off the press, you need more sound effects, man. That's what I. You need like that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, because we use that all the time. But yes, I do. I do understand. Um, So Fiat property sale data for the week. There were 157 Fiat sales this week, which is down about 38. So, so, man, we got mixed click on here because, again, you know, it's, it's too stupid. Dragged him. He was he was actually on his deathbed. And he's like, too stupid. It's like, if you don't join the podcast to get us our numbers, you're out of here. And I was like, damn, why you got to be so mean to Mixplick? He's always been so nice. So that well, happened. Once again, fake news from TML. <laughs> um, hey, since we got mixed. So, I, I mean, I can see here, like, uh, 101 Lombard, we got a lot of these duplicate entries of, like, was it sold for 1800 Was that actually the sale? And then does that inflate the overall numbers? Because, like, I mean, I'm looking here. There's, there's. It seems to be some of these um, numbers are broken up into multiples. Although, like, that Manhattan one seems weird. Like, it's the same address to 
fires. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, I'm not really sure there. 101 but, lumbar. Mr. Monopoly is getting liquid. That's for sure. I mean, yeah. So the UPEX property sales data, there were 6,714 player-to-player property sales for this week, which is up from last week. So every week we have increased with uh, player-to-player property sales. That's the the 2 million one. Yeah, they were moving some things around. So this week we had uh, 20,676 properties minted this week. Okay, so that that means the thirty five thousand was likely an anomaly. Because yes. it looks like we we were doing nineteen, like so we're steadily climbing, but still twenty thousand properties minted. I mean, again, you said it. Fresno only has seventy five hundred, sixty five hundred, sixty five hundred, sixty six hundred. If you round up, like, that's crazy. Like that's the. The amount of uh, properties that are that are minted is is quite shocking to me, honestly. So that's pretty that's pretty impressive. Because I mean, I minted two hundred this week and I was exhausted. So like the fact that there's there's people out there that that are totaling twenty thousand properties minted, like that's a lot of activity. It is. So, it, it just continues to move. Just the minted, unminted peer-to-peer and fiat outs looking pretty healthy um so that's the interesting thing so san francisco is selling out i mean they still have they're nowhere close to selling out like um fresno is but um yeah but i mean we saw like russian hills sold out now which I didn't think that was going to sell for a little bit we were just buying properties there not too long ago yeah um like literally last week um, getting some Russian Hill properties. I thought there was, and they were, you know, not cheap either. They're 40, 50, 60 thousands. They're all, they're all sold out. Like, I, um, what was it? Was it lower Pacific height? Lower. One of the lower ones sold out too. Uh, mission. I don't even know. Those things are going to sell out. It's crazy. Like, and, and that's what people, I guess, I don't know if they don't appreciate, but like, once San Francisco is sold out, like that's it. That's that's the Genesis City booked. Like you the the price, I feel like at that point, like let's say it sells out and the bottom is at like seven thousand, I think it's a thirty percent jump immediately. As soon as it sells out, I would expect minimums to be in the ten to fifteen thousand for resale, like just instantly. That, that's just my prediction. Yeah, and I mean, there's only, there's less than 50,000 properties left in San Francisco for sale with only 93 locked. Yeah, and I mean, the the ones that are locked are like really special, pro- most of them. Are Inexpensive. Like Going to be like landmarks or... Um, what did they say the other thing was going to be? Like gathering places. They said they announced kind of under the radar that there was like, it was landmarks and like event. Yeah. Event arenas or something. Yep. Um, so yeah, that'll be, that'll be those. So fifty thousand. that's, it'll be gone quick. It'll yeah. be quicker than people think. Yeah. We're down I to would, a third. I would, I would not underestimate the impact on the San Francisco economy when the clitoris is opened up because people are going to swarm 
the clitoris, and we're going to lose all our money. It's just the way it is. Yeah, I think it'll get raw after, uh, you know, about an hour. It's in my experience. <laughs> and then once the clitoris is populated, then we had to go to Hong Kong. And then, uh, once again, San Fran has to struggle. <laughs> yeah. But now, here's the interesting thing with the international unless city. It, unless it committed features for the next three, four, five, six years to San Fran. Um, I know they talked about it. You know, everything happens in San Fran, but that was a lie because now it happens in uh, Fresno as well. Well, so, no, but so it, you got to you got to keep in mind. So when they say San Francisco, it's the San Francisco hub. So each the way that that Upland is set up is you have regions, really. And so it's the San Francisco, quote unquote, region. And it'll have three components, three cities um, or subsections of the region. It'll have your your high end, which will be like your the namesake right. San, Francisco San Francisco proper. San Francisco, your, your mid tier. Yeah, your is... your starter city, which is Fresno, Fresno slash Clovis, and then there'll uh, be a mid tier, which would be like Oakland or something like that. But that'll all be technically that's all San Francisco region. So anything that's being right. beta tested will come out in that San Francisco region. So that'll be anything that's in that. So places like New York, Brooklyn, Hong Kong, they're going to be down the line. They're not going to get it right away. And that's the thing that is always going to drive to me, the San Francisco value. Then you consider once property development, but, it, but it's not com- committed. So let me recap what you just said. Thank you later, if you don't mind. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So, so in California, we're going to have all three tiers. You have the, the starter tier, you have the mid-level tier, and you have San Francisco, which is the pre- premium tier. Let, let me just use those words. New York, they're already establishing that as well. And then they also said that they're, they're going to have international, international travel, which I'm assuming is going to be Hong Kong. It may not be. They will also have all three tiers. That is a great um, uh, rollout from a roadmap perspective. And from a financial perspective, those who are thinking that um, – San Francisco is going to be the hub of all new features and functions. I've heard that before, but I didn't hear a commitment that's going to be the case. Because what I heard from Dirk was San Francisco is going to be the hub for all new features. They'll roll it out. But that changed because now, for the most part, when San Francisco has something, Fresno does too. So we have three tiers that are going to enjoy the benefits of all the early functions. Uh yeah, but it's a San Francisco region. Yeah. So, right. like, Fresno is just an extension of San Francisco. Fresno is the starter city of San Francisco. Right. But, so. but for your viewers, to be clear, in San Francisco, you have San, San Francisco, Fresno, and Clitoris. And those are the areas that are going to get the early function right off the bat. Correct. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah, no, I, I completely agreed. And I think, though, the other thing to keep in mind, and they haven't announced this as much detail, but, like, since it's a starter city, likely it'll have, you know, limited uh, business licenses. So it won't have as many business licenses as San Francisco. It might have, you know, slightly altered what it can offer. Um, so there might be some premium features at kind of the, the high-end city, Versus, uh, say, Fresno. So, for instance, like it only has three landmarks where the, the hub has uh, multiple landmarks. I can't remember, 15, 17, something like that. And, and one of um, the things... Oh, sorry, continue. 
that's yeah, that's okay. all I was gonna say. And again, so I think what will happen, and again, so then New York will come next, and then likely an uh, an overseas one like Hong Kong, and then the 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 things will roll out to New York. Hong Kong will be vanilla or wherever will be vanilla. And then that'll roll out. But again, all the new features. So like as soon as they launch, you know, property development in New York, maybe it's cars in San Francisco, but you got to keep in mind. The other thing is people have already spent a ton of spark in San Francisco. They've already now built up these properties. They have existing businesses. They have potentially community collections. Like they've created their identities around this. Now, there's already going to be people, obviously, that have their identities mounted in other cities, and they identify very closely, and that's obviously going to be, a, you know, there's going to be pockets, I think, in these other cities that get established early on. Little Italy and New York's a great example of that. Um, that's going to be hot, no matter what. Like, that's always going to be a hotbed. But I think it will cool down. Most of the city will cool down, and then interest the new, the players who want the latest and greatest, like new fancy city, they're going to, you know, bandwagon to the newest. But feature-wise, I think San Francisco's got it on lock and will have that established before any other city. So and, and that's why I'm so bullish on it. And everybody's hoping that Hong Kong is the international city. Dirk said most likely it will be an Asian city, but he also said it would be a starter city. So it might be something outside of Hong Kong oh, to start. Fuck. He did well, not. Did he Hong say Kong, starter? Did he city? say that because Hong Kong is part of the Asian? Uh, no, 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 no. Say, but but like that would be but, the premium city, not the starter. Yeah, that would be the pre- Hong Kong would be the premium city. So what's city. the Fresno of Hong Kong? Yeah, yeah, that's the question. Is what's the Fresno? I'll replay the uh, the interview we had I, with I him, but I'm that. pretty sure that, that he said it was going to be a yeah, stuff because Brooklyn is the uh, is your intermediate city in New York, and then he said an international starter city. And then he also later on said, you know, most likely it would be in Asia, which is a great marketing tool, great aspect. And as you look that at sucks, it, to be honest with you, because like there's starting off the starter city in Hong Kong or wherever internationally. Now, he, he didn't he didn't lock it in and he didn't say that was 100 percent factual and it is subject to point. change. So you need to lock this shit in because like trying to figure out what to do here. I mean, why don't they lock it in? Well, I think it's because they can't. So when he was talking about like the technology of actually mapping out. So in the U.S., it's fairly easy uh, based on the, the mapping technology that they have. And but the company going, that they use. Yeah, for like, you know, borders and addresses and shit. Yeah, fair so enough. So, so yeah. technology-wise, understanding the borders and the providences, yeah. which is what happens over there as a, compared to the U.S., is much more difficult, but available to them. All the information's there. But that doesn't answer the question. Once they figure that out, they map it out, each providence in Hong Kong or however it relates. Why is it going to be a starter city? I, I didn't hear that. Uh, I, I mean, that's interesting. I don't know why it would be a starter I'll city. I'll tell you why. Because I think uh, bringing newbies in uh, up, Upland and having FSA is profitable. So I think it's a good idea. I'm just wondering how much of it is going to be FSA and how much of it is going to be available. Well, Starter well, City uh, st- is 75%. Right. FSA. Oh, okay. Mi- mid-tier is 50-50, and um, premium cities are 25% FSA. So that's the breakdown. So this is a great time for somebody who can actually do FSA sales to make money. This is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, if if Hong Kong opens up with an FSA city first before the main launch of Hong Kong, 
I mean, that's a smart way to do it too, because you're going to get a bunch of people who spend a ton of money. I mean, imagine if Fresno launched first and you have a bunch of people drop, you know, thousands of dollars buying up Fresno properties and they're like, okay. And now San Francisco. And you're like, what the, I don't know, man, I'd be mad. Cause at that point, like you've, you've busted your nut, you know, in this new region only to find out, Oh, you got the Fresno version of it. Like, yeah, there ain't going to be no cool properties in Fresno. Like, I don't know. We'll see. I didn't, I must've missed that. Cause I'll re-listen, but I, I was pretty sure because you had, you know, you had Clovis as the extension of Fresno, and then you had Brooklyn as the mid-tier. I mean, maybe I could be wrong. Maybe they are looking premier international. Uh, I'll double-check the, the interview. Yeah. I, I could be wrong. I I mean, my name is Too Stupid to Win, so I'm wrong a lot. <laughs> well, you're well, not I mean, too stupid. I, 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 Clovis is what I wanted to say earlier. I'm not sure what I said before, so pardon me. You said Clovis. Clovis. Absolutely. I think I said clitoris, actually. Yeah, several times. <laughs> yeah, pardon me. Clovis is what Sorry. I meant. Everybody knew what you meant. Some people just can't listen to this podcast at their desk. I And I'm not going to go back in time to punch that in and be like, don't look at it because we say bad words and sex parts. And yeah, sex parts, sex parts. Holy crap. You well, you can't say what it is, you know, because people sit there and listen to it at their desk without headphones. And we've been pretty good for months. So, yeah, most informative podcast I know. Hey, do we have any breaking news? Um, Not this week. No, I don't think so. Although, what's the new name of the? What's the next? Uh, it's not sidecar anymore. What's the name of the new expansion? The new uh, release. It's not sidecar. Yeah, I can't find it. Then mm, it might be clitoris. It might be. Can't find it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Ha <laughs> ha That was as much effort as I'm willing to put more, into that joke. More fake news. More fake. News. <laughs> more fake news. All right. So, pretty much. Uh, All right. What's next? What else you got? What's next? So we don't have breaking news. I have questions for Tim, Todd Maher, but I can't ask him these questions because under a uh, non-disclosure agreement. This feels very much like an after-party item. Absolutely. So if you want to hear about the shenanigans that Nishan's going to harass Jim with, then please tune in live and listen to the after show. Absolutely. So uh, we'll, we'll let those guys have their discussion here in a minute. Um, we did have a great show. Is that a preview membership to this? Uh, not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Not yet. All right. Not You're going to have to pay 99 cents a, a minute to unmute yourself in the future. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice knowing you guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We do want to thank X1 Gamer for coming on the podcast, uh, dailyuplander.com for the data each week for the numbers, Mars Utah for the awesome theme song, and uh, UpX World to let us know how close we are to selling out all kinds of uh, cities and neighborhoods. Uh, what else do you got for our listeners? Thank me later. Um, I, I don't have anything. Do my little B, my B community. B-E-E, I'm pretty stoked. I got like eight people. This is super cool. Go to B.com. Please <laughs> thank me later as, as your referral, and we can collect B things together. I know it pisses all the actual crypto people off because it's kind of a bullshit crypto, but it makes me happy. 
So it makes it makes you sound thirsty a little bit. I am thirsty. What are you talking about? My my drink ran out about halfway through the podcast. I'm thirsty as hell. That's why you get a little cooler so you can pull from it. Ah, there you go. But uh, no, I don't know. I, other than that, I got nothing. Outstanding. So make sure that you are liking, subscribing, and sharing our uh, podcast with people, and go ahead and follow us on Twitter and. Coming up this weekend, uh, T. Davis and B-Dag will have an update from Fresno in New York City for you guys. So make sure you tune into that episode and catch up on all previous episodes. Everybody have a great, safe week, and we'll talk to you soon. It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and